0: Let's go. Welcome, 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 everybody. Welcome to NPL Legal Dish. This is my Monday through Wednesday live broadcast where I teach business and legal concepts using pop culture and celebrity news. If this is your first time watching the show, hearing my voice, hey, LaTanya, um, if, if hearing my voice, uh, you know that, uh, and you don't know who I am, I'm Natalie Pierre Lewis. I'm the host of the show, and I'm the owner and operator of NPL Consulting LLC, a business formation firm. What that means is I help people like yourself get your business paperwork together. So, getting registered with the state, make sure you have contracts. EIN numbers, DUNS numbers, um, brand protection strategy so people don't steal your business ideas, hiring and training policies for your employees so you don't get sued for discrimination. All of those things, I help you do those foundational things for your business so you can grow with confidence, all right? If you are wondering why I'm qualified to help you do all of those things, all right, I'm very happy you asked. I am a licensed attorney. I have been one for... 14 years and counting, almost 15 years. I've started multiple businesses for myself and others, both online and offline. I've had many careers in the realms of entrepreneurship, the law, education, hospitality, and administrative support. And most important, I'm very passionate about making business and legal education as accessible to everyone as possible. Not everybody has the time, the money, or the desire to go to business school or to law school, but a lot of you have amazing business ideas. And if you're going to be successful in business, there are just some concepts that you need to know. There's no way around it. Okay, so hi Diamond Sweat aquafina. So that is why I am here. So if you are in the startup phase of your business or if you're thinking about starting a business and you need some help or you've been in business for a while but you need some structure, uh, hit me up. I want to help you out. Go to linktree forward slash NPL consulting firm and book yourself a free 15 minute consultation. If you are a first time client at linktree forward slash NPL consulting firm, you can also download the free biz launch cheat sheet that will help you choose and start your dream business in seven days or less Um, uh, as well at Linktree forward slash NPL Consulting Firm, you will find access to a lot of my video training so if you don't necessarily want a a one-on-one session with me um, I have video trainings on different aspects of business formation like how to get an EIN number, how to get a DUNS number, how to create an operating agreement Um, so everything that you want to know about uh, what I do, go to Linktree forward slash NPL Consulting Firm. That's also where you can subscribe to the YouTube channel where you can watch old episodes of this show. Um, and uh subscribe to the podcast so even if you hi Shonda so even if you can't um watch you can listen okay so link tree forward slash npl consultant firm if you don't take anything any more any other information for me in terms of how to get in contact with me just remember link tree forward slash npl consultant okay but that is enough about my business side let's talk about the show and why you're here uh so the way that the show works is I pull stories from the news stories from blogs wherever, anywhere of interest. I sometimes I listen to podcasts and find stories wherever I find them. You guys send them to me. I love it when you guys send me stories, but I pull the ones that have lessons that we can learn as business owners, as entrepreneurs, and we discuss them. So this is an interactive show. I do want to hear from you. I want your questions. I want your comments as long as they're respectful. You know, we all in this together. Okay. And I am going to ask you questions and ask you to put emojis in. So, you know, be ready. Um, now, uh, I, as I said, this is season two of the show. I took a break last week and coming back this week, you know, with and i, I tweaked the show just a little bit. So one of the tweaks that I'm doing this year is uh, at the start of the show, instead of just jumping right into the stories, we are going to do our... Um, business concept of the day that I am calling the NPL nugget of the day. Okay. So yesterday, um, our NPL nugget, uh, we defined what a business entity was. We said it was a legal structure that allows businesses to conduct business, gives you tax advantages. Hey, Margaret. Hey, LaTanya. Um, Oh, thank you. Latanya said, Natalie is not only qualified, but certified in this right here. So don't forget 25 minutes for $25 on Tuesdays. Let the master of many assist you. Oh, you are so sweet. Yes, I do have talk to me Tuesday sessions where you can get, you know, if you just have a, a bunch of questions you want to ask me, um, you can you 25 minutes for $25. So check that out too. Okay. But yeah, so uh, like I was saying, we have incorporated a new aspect to the show this year called the NPL Nugget of the Day. Like I said, this month we are talking about business entities. Yesterday we defined what a business entity was, right? Today we are going to um, talk a little bit about unlimited liability versus limited liability. And depending on the business structure that you choose, depending on the business entity that you choose, you will have either limited liability or unlimited liability. And what does that mean? Unlimited liability when it comes to business means that you are personally responsible for any of your business debts. So if somebody sues your business for $10,000 and you have a business entity that has unlimited liability... And let's say your business is only worth $1,000, right? They can sue you personally and take your assets to complete that $10,000. So that might mean your car, your house, anything that you hold of value. If you have a business entity that has limited liability, you are only responsible for debts up to what you have put into the business and what the business is worth. So that means that your personal assets are protected. Okay. So when you are setting up your business entity, you want to choose one that has limited liability because you want to be able to protect your personal assets just in case something happens. Okay. So the NPL nugget concept of the day is unlimited liability versus limited liability. And in most cases, you're going to want a business structure that provides you limited liability so that you can protect your personal assets, okay? So that is our NPL nugget of the day. Let's move to our stories, all right? Um, do we have any LeBron James fans in the house? If you know who LeBron James fan is, uh, Le- LeBron James is, if you are a fan of him, you know, as a basketball fan or, you know, as a businessman or as an activist or as a family man, or if you just like LeBron James, give me an LJ in the comments. Okay. Um, uh, I like LeBron James. He's he's pretty cool. He does a lot of business ventures. He's a great player. He seems to be, you know, a good family man, um, and he's he's very vocal about you know his opinions and politics and things, and they align with mine. So I, I like LeBron James. Nobody here? Else? Okay. Thank you, Margaret. All right, I got at least one person who liked LeBron James. Okay. All right. Um, I we may have touched on this story last year, but, um, I didn't totally remember. So I wanted to bring it up. Um, a while ago, uh, now last year we had a lot of stories of celebrities being sued by photographers for posting photos, you like LBJ? Okay. For posting photos on their Instagrams that the photographers took of them, right? This is a growing field of copyright infringement. There's actually a a lawyer who is known as the copyright infringement lawyer. He's actually, um, hey, Nessie time. He's, he's actually been suspended from, uh, legal work because of his copyright infringement suits because the, 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 the courts are like, sir, you, you are abusing the system. Um, Anyway, but photographers suing celebrities for posting their pictures has become a big thing, right? And LeBron James is no exception. There is a photographer by the name Stephen Mitchell. He goes to... um Lakers games or, or he would go to games where, where LeBron was playing and he took pictures of LeBron. He, he is an actual photographer. Uh, you know, he gives his, uh, he sells his pictures, publications and things like that. So he took some pictures of LeBron James. Thank you, LaTanya Williams at a, at, you know, a few games. Um, and they were posted, you know, on, on some publications, um, I guess LeBron James found these photos and he liked them and he posted them on his own Instagram account. And Stephen Mitchell sued LeBron James for copyright infringement. He said, those photos are my work. I took those pictures and I have my copyright with, you know, the the copyright office. So I am suing you for copyright infringement because you did not get my permission to post the pictures I took of you on your Instagram. So this is why Stephen Mitchell sued LeBron James. And LeBron James, he took the pictures down. Uh, Stephen Mitchell was then, I believe he was banned from the games uh, due to due to this uh, lawsuit, right? Because, like, you come in here, you're taking pictures, and then you're going to sue us for, for, for posting the pictures? Anyway, LeBron James, while he took the pictures down, he is not... Um, he is not, uh, you know, not too pleased at the fact that this man is trying to sue him for copyright infringement over a picture of himself. LeBron James is suing Stephen Mitchell for a million dollars saying that he illegally used the pictures that he took of LeBron because he's saying that, uh, Stephen Mitchell is using LeBron's photos to promote his business. Now, when you are, you know, in the media you can use celebrity photos, you know, for publications, like if it's for a magazine, you sell it to a magazine or a newspaper or, you know, an online publication, that is okay. But if you are using a celebrity's, um, image to promote your business for marketing purposes, especially in the state of California, where this is taking place, you love you some Bronnie, um, There is a law against that. There is a right of publicity in California that you can't just take somebody's, uh, you know, pictures and use them to market your business. Um, Margaret Massey said, what happened to photographers getting permission to take the photos in the first place? Well, Stephen Mitchell, he was, he is a photographer. He had credentials, so he wasn't just in there. He didn't just buy a ticket and go. He did have credentials. So you know they 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 recognized him as a photographer. But they didn't expect that he would sue one of their top players, hey sincere thirty nine, for um, you know for posting a picture that he took of them. Uh, so Stephen Mitchell and LeBron, you know, they're going at it right now in, in the courtroom. And LeBron is saying, "Give me a million dollars because you're trying to use my pictures to promote uh, to promote your business." Latonya Williams says. He infringed on his likeness of LeBron. Well, no, he didn't infringe on the likeness of LeBron. When you are press, you know, and you get your press passes, you can go and take pictures of these celebrities. But if you want those photos protected, you have to make sure that you have your copyrights in order. And if you want to sell them to publications, you want to make sure you have your copyrights in order, right? Every person from the press can't get written permission for from every celebrity that they take a photo of. Imagine if you had to get a celebrity's, you know, uh, um, okay, every time you took a picture of them, if your profession was a photographer, especially a paparazzi, you wouldn't work, right? You wouldn't make very much money. Um, so LeBron, LeBron said, you know what, you're suing me for copyright infringement. I'm suing you for illegally using my images, because you're using these to promote your business. So I want to know from you guys, one, um, what do you think we can do to curb this trend of photographers suing celebrities for posting pictures of themselves that the photographers took? Do you think that it's a problem or do you think that we need to do something to resolve it? And two, What do you think of this million-dollar lawsuit has against Stephen Mitchell? Do you think it's reasonable? Do you think he's just doing it to, you know, kind of try to scare Stephen? Or do you think he really wants Stephen to give him a million dollars? What do you guys think about that? Because I think this whole photographer, copyright infringement thing, it's getting out of hand. It's like every week, you know, uh, everybody uses social media. And, yes, celebrity social media are used to sell things, but usually they'll say ad. But they also use their social media for for you know personal things, posting pictures of their family or pictures of themselves or you know their winning catch or winning basket at a game. So why are these photographers going after them for posting these pictures? Margaret Massey said, "I think it's both. So you think that um, so you think he does want the money, and it's and it's to scare Stephen." Um, sincere 39 said it's a quick come up. It is a quick come up because a lot of times these celebrities, instead of dragging it out through court like LeBron, because LeBron, you know, he's got money. He's got a legal team. He can pay them to do this stuff for him. It's not like he has to show up in court himself. Um, a lot of times, these celebrities will settle with these photographers for about ten to twenty thousand dollars, you know, just to make it go away. So, you know, if you're a photographer and you can, you know, make a quick ten, twenty thousand dollars by threatening to sue a celebrity for posting a picture, you know, why not? Um, okay, thanks. Right. So, I I really don't like this trend of suing celebrities. I think it's dumb because. Without the celebrities, you wouldn't have a job. Why would you sue the person who's keeping you working right? Um, but it's crazy. Rondi Gooden said Stephen Mitchell should be sued. I should be able to use anything that has my likeness. Mm, that depends on uh, wh- uh that depends on, on you know what your business is. Hello Prez Queen P. A couple of weeks ago, we covered a story of this woman. She is like a famous wedding dress designer, um, and she worked with this, you know, a wedding company, and when she signed her contract with them, she was very young, and she didn't realize that she signed over the rights to her social media, and her business name, and her trademarks, and she has to start from scratch. She can't use her own name to, uh, to, to run her business anymore, so you really have to read the paperwork, you know? Um with things like that. But in this case with the celebrities, it's like, this is an ecosystem. We feed each other. I'm here. I'm a celebrity. You take pictures of me and you know, you make some money. And then in turn, you take pictures of me so that I have a highlight reel, you know, so, so for, for, you know, to show my glory, whatever. Um, Rondi Gooden said, LeBron wants to make a point. I agree. I do agree that he wants to make a point because this is not an uncommon occurrence for photographers to sue celebrities. Uh, Latanya Williams says, that's LeBron's, that's, that's LeBron, Stan, you would make no money if you, you would make no money if you weren't posting me or other celebrities. It's the principle of you thinking you can sue me without retaliating. Right. Okay. That's, Le- okay. Now I understand what that's LeBron's stand. You would make no money if you weren't posting me or other celebrities It's a principle. Absolutely. Absolutely. If you, if these celebrities were not around, you would not have a job. Why are you suing them? Right. But, um, while I don't think LeBron James is going to get a million dollars from Stephen Mitchell, I'm sure that this will kind of, you know, cool Stephen Mitchell's jets, uh, in terms of, uh, you know, trying to sue LeBron again. Okay. Um, all right, moving on to our next story. Has anybody watching, has, have any of you watched the Netflix series Outer Banks? Outer Banks. If you have, um, watched the Netflix series Outer Banks, give me an OB in the comments. Um, And for those of you who have not watched it, I have not watched it. So, uh, you know, I'm just reading this from the the description I saw. Outer Banks is a, um, it is a teen action drama. Um, It's basically a group of kids. They find uh, some clues to a treasure that one of their fathers had been looking for for 20 years. And, you know, adventure ensues, right? So that is the basic premise of Outer Banks. Um, you haven't seen it? 76 Grim Create? No worries. I haven't seen it either. Um, well, out. Of, so, now, I've watched and read a lot of books, and looking for treasure or finding clues to a treasure, do you guys think that that is a unique theme or a unique, uh, plot for, for a film? Finding clues to, to, that, that would lead to a treasure? Thank you for, oh, you saw it, Rondi? Okay. Um, Rondi, if you if I were to ask you, do you think that the the plot of Outer Banks, the general plot, not necessarily fine details, but the general plot, do you think that it is it is a unique type of show? Do you? Uh, Rondi said it was not good. Okay, all right. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. Maybe we'll have to do a watch party or something. Anyway, um, so. Outer Banks. These kids are looking for some treasure, right? Um, Latanya Williams said it's not. It's enough to aggravate him and make Stephen Mitchell spend money. Okay, Margaret Massey said not at all unique. Okay, so the theme of you know finding clues to a treasure is not unique. You haven't seen Outer Banks, okay? Uh, well, apparently, an author by the name of Kevin Wooten thinks that you know looking for treasure or finding clues to a, to a possible treasure is a unique. Um, idea. Kevin Wooten is the author of a book called Pennywise, The Hunt for Black Beards Treasure. Um, and he is suing Toby. I am working. Um, he is suing the creators of the Outer Banks uh, because he's saying that they stole his, uh, you know, the, 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 the idea of his book and put it in the, uh, in, in this show, Hi the Enchanting, um, he says that they, he's claiming copyright infringement because that's what it would be, he's claiming copyright infringement because they have the same number of characters, um, and they both, uh, the book and the, and the show both have to do with people finding clues and going on a treasure hunt, okay, Ronnie Gooden said it was not unique. Okay, thank you. Um, And he also says that the show creators were in North Carolina when he, Kevin Wooten, was promoting his book, The Hunt for Blackbeard's Treasure. So Mr. Wooten is saying, look, I wrote a book about people looking for treasure, and when I was promoting my book, the people from Outer Banks were in the same state, And they probably found my book and read it and then created the show. So therefore, I am suing for copyright infringement. So I want to know from you guys, do you think that this concept, this book concept of finding clues to a treasure and then having a bunch of adventures, is that unique? Does Kevin Wooten have a credible claim for copyright infringement? Um, Rondi Gooden said it was like a low budget version of National Treasure. Wow. Okay. All right. Um, Seventy six Green Grade said it sounds boring <laughs> and, and and sounds fetched So are you saying that the show is bo- the, the show sounds or the idea sounds boring, and the and the the lawsuit is far fetched? Since A thirty nine said no. So you you're not on Kevin's side at all. Me neither. Um, we actually talked about this yesterday on the show because we were talking about the the movie The Shape of Water. They are being sued for um, copyright infringement as well because um, uh, the, off- the, the, the creators of a play said that they stole their idea because they both have to deal with a female janitor, you know, helping a, a creature being held in a science facility escape through a laundry cart. Um, <laughs> all of the above, 76 Grim K, okay. All right. Margaret said he does not have a claim. All right, well, Kevin Wooten apparently believes that he does, and the people who created Outer Banks and Netflix, they have to, um, they're going to have to, you know, basically defend themselves. So what do you think is the likelihood that Outer Banks is going to lose? Or Netflix, I should say, is going to lose. Toby, you're being very rude. You know I'm working. What do you think is the likelihood that Netflix is going to lose? Rondi Gooden said the lawsuit is reaching. I totally agree with you. I think that be, I think that as people become more savvy about intellectual property, while they may know the broad strokes, they don't take the time to understand the fine points of it, and they just like, well, you know, that's my idea. You can't have it. I I had the um. I say this in my copyright book. You cannot, you cannot protect an idea. You can't copyright an idea, right? Just a theme. It needs to be something significant and unique and written down. Um, yeah. So Mr. Wooten, uh, you know, good luck to you. Margaret Massey said not likely for him to win. All right. (laughs) Or that Outer Banks will lose. I, I agree with you. I I am being nice to Toby. Do you know how spoiled this child is? Um, He's scratching at the door asking to go outside, and he knows that this is my time to be online. Toby, come here. Come say hi to everybody. Come here. Come here, baby. Come on. You want to say hi? You want to say hi? All right. Toby's being antisocial. That's okay. All right. So good luck to Outer Banks and Netflix, okay? Uh, Moving on. Before we move on to our next story, I want to reset... And remind you guys that you are watching NPL Legal Dish. This is my Monday through Wednesday live broadcast where I teach business and legal concepts using pop culture and celebrity news. Uh, if you would like to catch up on old episodes of this show and find out all the celeb gossip that we talked about last year, make sure that you go to Linktree forward slash NPL Consulting Firm and subscribe to the YouTube channel. And the podcast. So if you can't watch, you can at least listen. Also, if you are in the startup phase of your business and you are looking for some legal guidance, I'm your girl. Go to linktree forward slash NPL Consulting Firm and book your free 15 minute consult today. Okay. All right. Moving on. Uh. So I posted a story. I mean, a little bit. I posted a photo in my stories a little earlier of these little blocks with, you know, these, um, bumps that can connect, and, oh, Margaret Messi said that's what I was gonna say, let Toby be, that's all you said, subscribe, 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 thank you, girl, um, so earlier, earlier today, I posted a picture of these little blocks, colored blocks, that have, you know, these little bumps, and you can connect them, Yo, my sister just popped in and said, are you reporting live from the Gaza Strip? <laughs> yes, yes, I am, Joey. Um, <coughs> yes, but okay, let me get back to the story. These little colored blocks with little bumps that connect with each other and you can build structures with them. Does anybody know what I'm talking about? Can you tell me the name of of these little blocks, what am I talking about? Toby, you're being very rude. Can anybody tell me the name of these colored blocks that you can connect with those little bumps and you can create all manner of amazing creations? What are they called? Yes, Cynthia 39, Legos! Yes, Legos, 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 okay? Um, so I actually talked about this story last year as well. Um, uh, There was a company in China that was basically making knockoff Legos, and their company was called Lepin, L-E-P-I-N, right? Um, And we went through that story, you know, they sold millions of dollars, hi, Tanny, 1011, they sold millions of dollars worth of these knockoff Legos in China. Um, And, you know, (laughs) Legos found out about this, thank you, Margaret Massey, for the Legos, Legos found out about this. They sued in Chinese court, and they won. They did win. Why I wanted to... Hi, Father Anime. <laughs> since Mae. Since I said China bootleg everything. Rondi said Legos, yes. Um, so Legos won their trademark infringement suit in China against this company. But that's not why I wanted to bring the story up to you. I wanted to let you guys know what the final um, punishment for this, uh, for this trademark infringement was. If y'all think American law is, you know, is trademark uh, is crazy when it comes to intellectual property, you do not want to be found guilty of trademark infringement in China because this company, Leppin, that was creating, you know, bootleg Legos, um, nine people from that company have been sentenced to six years in prison. And they have been, um, ordered to pay more than 13 million, um, U.S. dollars, um, to the Lego company, okay? So, intellectual property, it's not a game anywhere in the world. China will put you in prison. Um, <laughs> but I just wanted to, you know, this is just kind of reinforcement to let you know that trademark laws are not a joke people's business intellectual property it makes them money when you are out here making knockoffs you are literally taking money from their pocket so um so yeah it is so courts are going to come down on you especially in china all right can you imagine spending six years in prison because you sold some bootleg purses Think about all the bootleg purses you have seen, like on Canal Street in New York and whatever. Can you imagine that people going to prison for six years? And then have and then having to pay $13 million on top of that. Um, anyway, um, Legos Legos is getting to the money. Intellectual property is not a joke, people. It is not a joke. Okay. Ooh, my goodness, my throat gets so dry. Hold on, guys. Toby is being very needy right now everybody say hello to Toby say hi to Toby he's being a little bit needy all right um 76 group case said, I'm going to hide on mine now <laughs> okay all right moving on to our final story of the evening All my basketball fans, all my basketball fans, yes, Toby, all my basketball fans, please give me a basketball emoji. Yes, my Toby. Stop, man. All my basketball fans, look, my dog, y'all paying more attention to the dog than the bee. I'm going to put him down. If you are a basketball fan, give me a basketball emoji. Hello, Charlize0716. Okay. Um, I posted a story. Uh, I posted a question in my stories. Thank you, Father Anime. I posted a question in my thank you seventy six K, Any more? Any more? I posted a, a picture in my stories today of a NCAA basketball. Thank you, Cynthia Thirty Nine. And I asked you guys what is the name of the popular NCAA basketball tournament, but nobody answered. Can you guys tell me what's the name of? The, the the big NCAA basketball tournament that happens every year. Y'all be doing brackets and whatever. What is the name of it? Margaret says, Toby just wants to love it. <laughs> Thank you for the basketball, Rondi. What? Yes, Sincere39. Thank you very much. Thank you, Father Anime. March Madness. Right? Now, um... The NCAA usually makes about a billion dollars during March Madness, right? But, of course, due to COVID, they had to cancel. Thank you, 76 Grimgate. They had to cancel March Madness, uh, you know, because they they couldn't keep the players safe. Um, And they said that uh, NCAA probably lost um, $375 million. You want to know? Okay, that's cool. They probably lost... Three hundred seventy-five, about three hundred seventy-five million dollars, because they did not have March Madness this year. So of course, the NCAA, you know, they want to try and recoup their money. One of the easiest ways to recoup is to, you know, sell merchandise. So um, NCAA has filed a trademark application for the phrase "Mask Madness." Okay. So, um, of course, you know, uh, I'm sure they're going to have masks and things like that. Thank you, Rondi March Madness. But they have filed a trademark application for the phrase Mask Madness um, because, one, they want to create more merchandise, and two, they want to prevent people from, you know, trying to, trying to sell any merch using that, um, using that, that, that phrase. So they are securing it, one, to sell merchandise, and two, to prevent people. Now, when we talk about trademarks, I always tell you, you cannot have a trademark just to keep people from using something. You have to have a legitimate, you know, business um, use for the trademark. So NCAA does. I'm sure we're going to see, you know, NCAA Mask Madness Mask coming out, but they are in the process of trademarking the phrase Mask Madness. Um, Rondi Gooden, what's that face for, Rondy? Um, since they 39, why should the NCAA lose money? Hey TV more, why should they lose money? Um, since they 39, why should they lose money? Now I, you know, I'm not saying that, you know, I'm pro NCAA, but you know, they lost $375 million. Why, if they can create more merchandise to kind of recoup that loss, remember they make about a billion dollars a year off of March Madness. You know, what's so wrong with them trying to recoup that loss? Uh, Father Anime said, because they don't pay. I agree with you. I really do feel, if you're making a billion dollars off of March Madness, why can't you pay these uh, the, the, these players, these athletes? They are abusing their bodies, you know, and giving up their time and their lives to play for you, and you're making a billion dollars a year and you can't pay them? Toby, um, so you got to get down here. You're doing a lot. Um <clears throat> 76 Groom K said, they're thieves. The players should get a cut. I totally agree with you, since they're not from making money off the backs of all those athletes. I totally agree with y'all, right? So I agree with that. Um, but, you know, that, that is a separate conversation in itself. I actually think there, there's a decision happening. If not on a, you know, broad basis, certain schools are starting to pay their players but, um, NCAA, the, uh, you know, I just wanted to let you guys know that they, if you thought you could, you know, do a variation of March Madness and do Mask Madness, it ain't happening. NCAA is locking that down, okay? Um, since then, I said they still get paid from the networks, um, they do, wait, the, the, are you talking about the NCAA or the players? Um, cause... From because from my understanding, the players get no money outside of what the school the school might give them a stipend or something, but they don't get like a paycheck. Okay, but uh yeah, okay, we're making good time. Okay, (coughs) so what do you think about that? Is anybody rushing to buy an NCAA? Uh, Okay, they still okay. Anybody rushing to buy an NCAA Mask Madness? I don't know shirt, mask, whatever merch. Are we boycotting um, the NCAA? I, actually, um, my basketball fans, can you please confirm something for me? I was reading something earlier. Did the Celtics walk off the um, walk off a game um, earlier today? Um, NCAA. Oh, you're not going to buy it. Okay, that's cool. Father anime you know, to each his own, I, it, look, the only basketball I really watch is, is the Celtics, because that's the home team, uh, Margaret Massey said, not me, 76 Grim K said, nope, 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 y'all ain't trying to support the NCAA anyhow, okay, I don't blame you, I don't blame you, all right, okay, so that's the end of the show, guys, those were the stories that I had for you, we talked about LeBron James, we talked about, um, Netflix's Outer Banks. We talked about Legos and we talked about the NCAA. We had our NPL Nugget of the day. We defined unlimited liability versus limited liability business entities. If you missed that part, go back and watch the beginning of the show. That's something that um, I'm adding to the show this year. At the top, we're going to do our NPL Nugget of the day, where we will learn a business concept for the day. Since 9 said, I like my Tar Heels gear, but I will boycott. What? state or school is the Tar Heels, um, Sincere39. Let me know. <laughs> okay. But yeah, so those are the stories that I have for you today. Those of you who may have come in late and weren't here earlier in the week, just so you know, this is our last broadcast this week. I have uh reduced the number of broadcasts from four days a week to three, just because it's a lot for me to do. Four, I think three is much more manageable for me. But we have extended the show, as you can see, by five to ten minutes, depending on the content. So now is the time. If you guys have any questions that you want to ask before the end, to get them in, since they're not they're North Carolina. Okay, Father Anime said, "Go Blue Devils." What? What's? What state is that? What school is that? Y'all can see I don't watch college basketball. I don't, like, it's not my thing. Um, 76 Grim said, I'm glad you're back. I missed the show. Oh, I missed you too. But, you know, having that week off, it really gave me some time to just refresh and come back and fine tune. That's why, you know, I, I, it's a little bit more different format. It's a, you know, I'm, I'm making it work for me and work for you guys. Okay. Um, yes. Uh, so I said that, oh, Duke. Okay. All right, Um, yeah, so uh, if you guys don't have any questions on business formation, okay, Rondi has a question. Uh, I have a t-shirt printing company. If I get someone to print the shirt or the transfers for my design, do I own the exclusive rights to that design? Um, Rondi, what you would wanna do is probably have that person, if you're worried about them stealing your design, have them sign... Uh, A non an NDA with a non competition clause, a non disclosure agreement, you know, that says, you know, whatever, whatever you learn from working with me, you don't get to use that and a non competition clause saying, you know, you can't, you know, use this same design to, you know, make t-shirts or whatever. So that's how you're going to protect yourself. Okay. Uh, Margaret Massey said, I forgot you were back. I missed the shells. Oh, I miss you too. But you know, sometimes you just got to take some time off to refresh. And it was, it was a much needed rest because I felt like I was kind of running on fumes by the end of the year. All right. <clears throat> so Rondi, I hope that answered your question. We have two more minutes if someone wants to pop a question in real quick. Otherwise we can close out for tonight. I want to thank you guys as usual for your participation, for your energy, for being funny and being so smart and engaged. Thank you so much. Um, we will be back on Monday with more stories. If you find anything you want me to talk about, please, please, please send it to the inbox. You know, I love it when you send me stories. Um, make sure that uh, if you have not picked up Business Entities, the Business Entities ebook. we are covering Business Entities the entire month of January so if you want to follow along, hello, DG99 Elohim, make sure you pick up the business entities ebook. It is only nine ninety seven. Go to linktree forward slash NPL consulting firm. Father Anime says, how long does the usual non-compete cause stay in effect? Uh, it depends on how long you want it to be in effect. Some of them are forever. Some of them are for two years. It, de- it depends. It really depends on the industry um, and what you're doing, okay? Now you can't prevent someone completely Um, I would need to know what, what you're trying to prevent them from doing in terms of an NDA an NDA can be lifelong. But if you're, if like someone is, let's say you work in real estate and you teach someone, no, let's say you're a welder and you have an apprentice and then you make them sign a non-compete, a non-compete that they can't work as a welder for, you know, an amount of time. I think usually that is about the, the most they'll probably give you is like two years, <clears throat> okay. Okay. That's all right, DG, Nana Elohim. That's why I, that's why I po- um, post these in YouTube so you can watch them. Okay. Margaret Massey. Um, night, Margaret. All right. So that is where I'm going to leave you guys. Have a wonderful night. Um, and I will see you Monday. Okay. Bye-bye.